Hey guys, welcome to the new show here on Buzzing Patea and to this week's updates of what's going to happen uh, in the week ahead. And of course, uh, recommend some restaurants for you as well as share some events and some talking points. And uh, the first talking point I've got today, I can't wait to talk to you about that because uh, this one's right up Ian Street. He's going to love this. I tell you, he'll absolutely love it. Uh, before I get into that, though, guys, please have a quick look uh, if you get a chance to our new website, buzzingpatea.com. Uh, it's packed full of information. It really is a great platform there. So have a look at that, please, if you would. And uh, if you are interested in seeing content that I can't share here, uh, there is a link in the members area, which is down on the left-hand side. If you click on the menu, down to the last one, click on that, and it shows you what we bring in there inside the members area. So we're approaching April the 1st, April Fool's Day. I wonder what uh, things will happen. And uh, incidentally, Charlie at the MC Sports Bar uh, over there in Bang Chang, if you're watching me, if you're watching be careful of dragons, okay? Just be careful of dragons. A uh, very quick story was I was over in Bang Chang one day. It was, happened to be April Fool's Day. And uh, Charlie's a lovely guy. He's got a nice little bar over there. He came up and said, mate, he said, you're not going to believe this. I said, what's that? He said, they found a dragon in, in Wales. I said, really? He said, yeah. He said, straight up. He said, like, it's in the news and everything. And I said, what day is it today, mate? And then the penny dropped. So Charlie, if you're watching, mate, be careful this Saturday. Uh, there could be some interesting things going on. Right, now, talking of interesting, wow. Ian, if you're watching, put your hands over your ears, close your eyes and don't listen because this is going to put even more fear up you than what was in going through your mind when we were sat down at the, uh, the bungee jump here in Patea. Because uh, unfortunately, a Hong Kong tourist narrowly survives a bungee cord snapping midair in Thailand. Uh, I shouldn't laugh really because it was very, very dangerous. The lucky thing about it was... Uh, I watched the video. This, if you have a look on Google, just Google it. There's, uh, there's thousands of viral videos out there. Uh, but what happened was he, he, he left the platform. He came plummeting down towards the lake. But luckily for him, he actually got most of the, tor- uh, the tension taken out of the rope because it was almost at his maximum stretching point, And then it snapped and uh, he plummeted into the water. Uh, I mean, obviously, it must have been, well, I can't imagine what must have gone through his mind. It, just the fear factor. But yeah. But luckily he survived. Uh, I think when he hit the water, it, it kind of like knocked him out a little bit. I don't think he was unconscious, but anyway, he managed to swim in and, uh, and get away, but he was quite uh, bewildered by it, or I can imagine. It says here, distraught onlookers thought, uh, thought the moment a Hong Kong tourist bungee cord snapped after he leapt from a height of 10 stories in Pattaya, Thailand, would surely send him plummeting to his death, uh, but he survived. So uh, fingers crossed that was all good. But yeah, I mean, could you imagine... Imagine that, you know, you, you jump off and then suddenly the bungee cord snaps. And uh, if you if you not know, know what I'm talking about regarding Ian, uh, bless him, we got him up the top of the bungee and he's, I sat there with him for 30 minutes. 30 minutes begging him, pleading with him, trying to convince him to do it, but he was gripping on so hard. I'll tell you what, he gripped hold of that, uh, the, 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 um, the rail so hard. He gripped it harder than he grips his wallet. It was outrageous. He weren't letting go, I tell you, it was not happening. Uh, so unfortunately, he never did do it. But uh, but yeah, I, I must admit, to be fair to him, it was high up. But uh, luckily, as I say, this guy, he managed to survive. And uh, yeah, you know, really, really is uh, quite worrying. So if you consider if you're considering doing it, then uh, make sure it's all in working order. Right, um, where are we now? Then now, oh, now this one, I want to hear your thoughts on this because to be honest with you, I think there's an underlying reason why they're in the situation they're in. So. It says here, uh, this is in the Patean News, it says UNICEF study finds nearly 7 in 10 out of school or unemployed youth in Thailand lack motivation to develop skills or seek work. 
And, you know, I have to say, look, the job opportunities here are very few and far between. There's a lot of factors. I'm not just talking about in this city. I'm talking about in, in Thailand in general. You know, there's obviously a huge network of factories and stuff like that that they can work in. Uh, but, you know, if you want to earn, like, decent money here in the Thai in industry, then you really do need to be educated. And, you know, you'll be looking at working in banks and, uh, you know, lawyers and stuff like that, environments where you can, you know, pursue a career. But one thing that it goes on to say, and I thought, you know what, this is a really interesting thing. Well, I just felt it was interesting. Uh, it says about 70% of youth NEAT. And what they mean by NEAT is they're calling NEAT is not in employment, education, or training. Uh, so they've done a, what's that called? An acronym when they, when they shorten something? Anyway, NEAT. Now it says about 70% of youth NEAT are female, most of whom have dropped out of school due to pregnancy or caring responsibilities. In other words, they're looking after mum and dad or grandpa or grandma. Um, yet the causes of NEAT are complex and multifaceted. Factors such as gender, ethnicity, quite a tough word, health, low education attainment, lack of opportunities and support, poor socioeconomic, man, I'm putting out some words here, conditions, I don't know what that means, socioeconomic, what does that mean? I've got no idea what that means. Uh, As well as skill mismatch, are putting young people at risk of becoming neat. Now, let's just take that back. One thing that I have really struggled over the 10, 11 years of being here, I've really struggled with it, and I struggle with it even now, is the fact that there is so much lack of sexual education. You know, when you go to these villages, you'll be amazed how many uh, teenagers have babies and have and have got children. If you come down here to the city, you know, to be fair, a majority of the women that work in the industry here have all got children. And the not that you know the the sad thing about this is two things. Number one, there's a lack of sexual education here in terms of going on the pill and, and your contraception. And all those kind of things, it's just not non-existent to my knowledge. Um, and also, also, there's also a, a huge lack of support. You know, if you go down, if you go down the route like this in the UK, I don't know about the rest of your countries. I'm sure, you know, guys, what's it like in your country? But certainly in the UK, if you get a girl pregnant, then you're going to be expected to pay maintenance. Um, you're expected to take care of the baby. You're expected to support her, and you know, quite rightly so. But out here, that doesn't exist. It just does not exist. You know, it's very, very rare you find anybody that's had a baby uh, out of marital uh, wedlock and then has gone to the, to the boyfriend and said, you need to support me. And he said, no, I'm doing one. I'm going to jog on. I'm leaving you to it. And that's where it stops. And then generally happens is like the baby goes to mum or dad or to nan and granddad. Then the, she'll go off to find work to try and pay for the upkeep, uh, the upkeep and the upbringing of her child. Uh, this is why a lot of the girls come down here because they need to earn as much money as they can in order to do this. And, and this is where I think it just goes wrong. And I don't know, guys, you know, maybe you agree with me, maybe you don't. I just think there should be much more uh, responsibilities given to both parents for sexual education and schools. And also there should be a system in place where those that do dip their wick in the ink pot need to be responsible when it happens because, you know, ultimately it's left to the poor girl and she's like, well, what do I do now? And you know what happens and where most of them end up. So, yeah, interesting uh, situation. Let's say like this UNICEF, they did this study and they call it NEAT. And uh, I'm not really sure what you think, but for me, I just think there's a bit more responsibilities that need to be laid down uh, rather than just saying, go on then, go crack on and just get on with it. All right, so the good news, the good news is that this week, 
there's not really many things that I need to talk about in terms of like news and updates. I've obviously got the bungee jump, we've got this survey. So today it's more about, I wanna to talk to you about a few places I highly recommend that you should come to and, and try out when you come here into the city. And then we'll wrap it up with a load of events that are happening. There's a lot going on this week, a lot going on. So first place I wanna shout out at is Robin Hood. The Robin Hood in Pattaya is based in the Avenue Mall. Uh, you can access it via Second Road, or if you want to ride your bike or car, you can go down Soy 15 in Soy Bacal. Go past Carando's, another great place. Go past Carando's, turn into the car park there, and you can park your bike or your boat or your car. But the Robin Hood, they've just brought out a new dish. Uh, it says here, a new dish from our kitchen team, a simple classic with a taste of home traditional chicken and mushroom pie. And I've got to be honest with you, their food is, is just, I, I don't have, well, I can honestly say I can't actually remember anyone saying anything negative about the quality of the food that you get. I haven't had anyone say it to me personally. Um, it says here, juicy chunks of chicken breast sauteed and then stewed with Paris mushrooms in a creamy sauce, then baked in a puff pastry until golden brown, served with homemade chips, garden peas, and a jug of gravy. <laughs> All you northern boys, I like a bit of gravy. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've got to say, they do a huge menu, really, really good. It's a nice, big, open, air-conditioned restaurant. It's on the first floor in the mall. Uh, they show all the sports. If you like your sports, get down there. They've got plenty of sports on going on that will uh, entertain you. The menu is very, very comprehensive. And their Sunday roast, trust me, you've got to get in quick because it gets really busy and is often fully booked out. So, uh, you know, that's a testament as to how good their food is. Now, you've been out, you've had a few beers, and you're thinking, man, I'm hungry. I need to get some uh, food to absorb the alcohol that I've just uh, consumed, the six barrels of beer. Well, if you go up uh, Soy, um, Soy Lenki, you may very well be aware about uh, Kung's. I always talk about Kung's. They've got an incredibly good reputation here, and they do great, great food at very, very good prices. That's on the right-hand side as you're walking out of Bacal up towards Third Row. Well, where Kung's used to be is on the left-hand side. It's now called Hunger Pangs. They do some fantastic burgers. It's perfect. It's, it's it's what I would call like uh, grab-and-go food. It's like a burger, some uh, hot dogs, or some french fries or whatever. They've got a little bit of seating area out the front there, but the food, oh, I had a burger there about two weeks ago, and I've got to say it was like loaded like this. It was a big stack. It was far more than I could actually eat, believe it or not. Um, but it was very, very good quality food. And uh, they do a Hunger Pangs happy hour, 4 till 5 p.m., regular Cumberland hot dog or a single patty signature burger with french fries or side salad with a, a beer or soft drink, 175 baht. That is absolutely brilliant. That really is. And, uh, and honestly, please, guys, trust me, the burgers are very, very good. You won't be disappointed in the quality of what they serve you. You really won't. So go check them out, guys. Soy Lenki, as you go up on the left-hand side there, Hunger Pangs. Now, I've been here a long, long time. I've been here a long time, and I often go and, I mean, I, as you know, I like Thai food. Thai food is my go-to dish. I, don't, I eat more Thai food than I ever eat uh, foreign food. And, you know, you often stumble across places through sheer, you know, wow, I just didn't realize that was there. Well, have you been to the Taste of Siam? The Taste of Siam is located in Soy 13.4 along Beach Road. Uh, it's the same soy as if you were going to go to um, Tarka House and have an Indian, uh, Indian meal. They're very, very good. Tarka House, absolutely top draw. But anyway, the taste of Siam. So if you're coming up from Beach Road, it's on the right-hand side. It's right next to a, a tailor's. And it is a Thai stroke uh, pizza restaurant. 
I've got to say, I went there the other day with Ian. We're going to bring a video out soon about it because it really, I've got to go back and get this done. Um, it, we went there and the food, oh man, I'm going to take, my missus is down at the time while I'm making this video. Uh, I'm going to take her there. And if I get her stamp of, and seal of approval, trust me, it's good. But I know she'll, she'll agree with me. The food was fantastic. I mean, the prawns and the crab. Oh man, it, they, they were just really, really nice. It's a nice venue. It's a big venue. Uh, there's plenty of uh, seating available and it's air conditioned and really, really good prices. It wasn't expensive considering where you are and what you're eating. And the quality, the, like the king prawns, oh, off the radar good. So if you haven't been and you're looking for somewhere different, maybe you want to take your missus, uh, you want to go to somewhere that's a nice air conditioned Thai restaurant, have a look at the Taste of Siam Soy 13.4. Go in there, guys. Mention Buzzing. Say, oh, I've heard about you through Buzzing YouTube. And uh, trust me, they'll look after you. Very, very good indeed. So enough about eating. Uh, another one I want to talk to you about is we often get, we often sit around here and we're bored. You know, it's all well and good going out of an evening in the night time. That's fine. No problem. You've got so many choices. It's like a kid in a, in a pick and mix sweet shop. So you've got so many choices here for evening entertainment. But during the day, sometimes, you know, you sit around the pool or you go down and lay, laze around on the beach and think, oh, I don't know what to do to them. I've got to wait another few hours until the bars are open this afternoon before I go out and repeat and uh, do what I did last night. So here's an option for you. Why not go and see Dave at Canterbury Tales Bookshop? Uh, I'll put a location there at uh, Soy Bon Cop, but I'll put their location, I'll put the link. All of the things I mentioned here, the links will be in the, in the description of the videos. Just click it and it'll take you straight to their page. But go and see Dave. He is one of the funniest guys I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. He's somebody I'm very, very privileged to be able to call my friend. He's an absolute diamond geezer. Now that guy, I'll tell you now, he can tell you some stories and a half. He really can. Uh, to the point where we couldn't do most of his stories on the channel because it would just, just would cause me too many problems. He's a brilliant, brilliant guy. He's a lovely guy. And they've got a fantastic bookshop. They've literally got thousands and thousands of books in there. Uh, cheap as cheap as chips, it really is. Go there and have a chat. You can sit down with him. You can have a coffee. There's quite a few guys, a lot of expats that live here go there in the mornings. So again, it's a great opportunity there to do a bit of networking and maybe ask some questions if you're new here. Uh, they've got a lot of experienced people there. But Dave on, his, Dave on himself, he's brilliant. He's an absolutely fantastic guy. And just ask him. Ask him about uh, his, his past. Uh, ask him about his past as a gamekeeper. Trust me, there's some stories he can tell you there that are just brilliant. They really are. So yeah, so go check out Canterbury Tales Bookshop. You can get yourself a book, sit down by the pool or by the beach, wherever you are. Uh, and it's perfect for reading. And they're so cheap. You know, you can just take it back. And it'll give you, a, I think it's a 50% uh, credit for another book or, you know, just give them away to whatever. But yeah, brilliant. Really, really good. All right. So events. Uh, you may not be aware, but uh, we actually have the motor show. The Grand Prix Motor Show is up in Bangkok at the moment. Uh, it's been up there. It's been going since uh, 22nd, I think it is. And that's going right the way through until the 2nd of April. So you've still got plenty of time to get up there and uh, go check it out. And it's at the Impact Wangtong Tani uh, Stadium. And it really, these motor shows are brilliant. You know, if you, if you like, you get the best of both worlds. If you like the shows, you can go and see the cars, etc. They've got a lot of pretties. We call them pretties, the girls that stand by the cars. Um, there's a lot of, lot of really interesting stuff going on in these shows. So if you are into it, uh, like I say, I will put the link down below for you. But have a look at the, uh, the uh, motor shows. These shows are good. 
years and years ago when I was, I wasn't really a petrol head, although I kind of like thought I was, but I had a GTO, Mitsubishi GTO uh, 3 litre, I rebought out the 3.1, put an aluminium flywheel, went like a rocket, I kitted it all out, took the whole of the boot out and made it into a sound system, and uh, I really was just stupid, <laughs> so I did it, and the trouble was, I'd have all these really like intelligent motorists and enthusiasts come up to it and say, oh, what about this, what about I'm like, I have no idea, mate. I just gave it to the garage. There was a garage down in Wincanton, specialised in uh, high-performance uh, high cars. And uh, literally, I just gave my car to them in Wincanton and said, dudes, here's some money, do what you can. And they went, yeah, we'll do this, 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 and we'll do it. I'm like, yeah, okay, but man, it shifted. Yeah, Mitsubishi brand, it was a red one. Mitsubishi GTO, and I had it reboard out at 3.1 with an aluminium flywheel. Whatever that means, I've got no idea, but all I know is it went like a rocket. It was probably the fastest car I've ever driven in my life. But yeah, it was it was brilliant. So uh, yeah, if you are in, if you're a petrol head, uh, go and check that out. And again, on the subject of being a petrol head, uh, Tuesday, Tuesday there is a racetrack day, the ARP track day. So basically, you can take your bike up to the uh, Bira race circuit, which is not very far. It's only about uh, well 10, 15 minutes on your bike. Uh, you can go up there and you can do the race day, and it's a great, great event. It really is. I've done plenty of them. I'm not going to lie to you, I stopped doing them because I, was, I took my, uh, what did I have, my ER6N, or was it my CB500? It might be my CB500, I think it was. Actually, I think it was. And um, anyway, I was doing my race day, did my track day. So they do a bit of training for you in the morning, teach you how to understand the curves and how you address the, the bends, etc., and how to get the maximum out of your bike. And uh, yeah, I was having a great time. I think I'd done about four or five laps. And I, if you know Bear Circuit, I went up top of the loop, come down the other side of the sweeping, big sweeping right hand, and as I was coming right down on my bike and uh, in almost a knee touching, this 1,000cc uh, Repsol just flew on the inside of me. In the inside of me, you know, that was mental. And uh, yeah, he scared the crap out of me. So I, I went, literally ran back into the pit lane. And I said, that'll do me. I'm not doing it anymore. He petrified me. But you know, if you're an experienced rider and you want to have a day out on a bike, uh, take it up there. Go up there and you'll have a great time. It really is great fun. So, birthdays. You know where we're going. You know where I'm going to tell you to head. It's no surprise to you whatsoever. Yes, guess where? Soy 6. There is a birthday party. Indeed, it's Films. Films birthday party uh, on Friday the 31st down in Soy 6. And it's at the Kauai Bar. The Kauai Bar. Uh, it's a nice bar, actually. They've got a lot of nice girls from 3 p.m. until 1 a.m. Go and celebrate her birthday with her. Buy her a drink. Give her 100 baht. Clip it onto her necklace. And uh, you'll have a good time. And the nice thing about it is, you know, Soy 6 is Soy 6. There's, there's literally hundreds of girls down there. You'll have a great time. Go and enjoy yourself. And of course, staying in Soy 6 on the 1st of April, and this is not April Fool, even though there is April Fool's Day, uh, but on the, the 1st, on the 1st, you've got the party down here from 3 p.m. until 1 a.m. again, and that's in the Foxy Bar uh, down in Soy 6. So, you know, if you had a good time with the birthday party and you want to go back, we'll go back and go to the Foxy Bar they're having a party on there, so go and enjoy that. And lastly, on a far more cultural basis and a far less entertainment basis, uh, Patea are going to hold a cultural festival on the beach from the 1st and 2nd of April. And basically, uh, what they're doing is, it says, uh, where are we? Let's scroll back down a moment. Yes, it says the council meeting held on the 22nd was chaired by Mr. Pom, uh, Porams Nampiches, the, the mayor of Patea, and Mr. Mana Yapkum, the chairman of the Patea Cultural Council, represents from Vertibar, also attended me and discussed the preparations. And what they're doing is, it says here, uh, Palmer says that the festival aims to raise awareness among Thai people 
of the importance of preserving and promoting Thai heritage. This initiative seeks to inspire the younger generation to appreciate the unique beauty of Thai culture and pass it on to future generations. And I've got to say, I 1 million percent support this because the one thing that you get when you come to Thailand, you will be amazed, especially if you go to the villages, you get yourself out of this city. Remember guys, this city is a postage stamp size of the whole of Thailand. And it does not, it does not represent what Thai culture is outside of this city. You know, a lot of things that go on here will be unheard of in the villages. You know, when I go home, it's just so, so different. You know, they, there's a lot more respect for the elders, a lot more respect for mum and dad. It's all about when you eat and how you eat and what you do and when pointing at your feet and touching of the head and all these kind of things. It really is very, very strong and dominant in the village and cultural aspects of Thailand. When you come into the city, that all goes out the window within a lot of reasons, to be fair. Um, they kind of just accept it and don't worry about it because they think, oh, it's okay, he's on holiday, he doesn't really know, it doesn't matter. So, you know, one thing I would say, guys, before I finish the video is, you know, if you are here for two or three weeks, you know, jump on, jump on a, bar, on a bolt taxi in a car and go and explore. You know, you don't have to travel millions of miles away to find different things, but go and explore this, this wonderful country. It really is beautiful. There's so much to offer, so much cultural heritage and history and all the rest of it. It really is a fantastic country to go out there. And, you know, go out, have a, have a few hours and then come back and then you can crack on where you're partying. All right, there we are. That's it for today, guys. Thank you very much indeed for watching. Like I say, please have a look at our website, buzzingpotato.com. Uh, have a look at the members area there. There's some great content in there. More and more to come still yet, uh, yet ahead of us. So uh, have a look at that. And uh, fingers crossed you like what you see. There we are. That's it for me. Thank you very much indeed for watching. Please, as always, remember, hit the subscribe button and also the bell icon if you'd like to be notified when I bring out a new video. Have a look on Discord. Uh, we're up to 10,000 members now, which is going great. It's good guns are blazing. It's free of charge. No, no cost whatsoever. Just download the app and uh, away you go. Come and have a look in there. Loads and loads of information, rooms, etc. And great people in there that you can learn from and talk to and chat. So uh, have a look at Discord. And if you'd like to support the channel, there is a link to our members area down below. All right, thank you very much indeed for watching, guys. And please, as always, wherever you are in the world, stay safe.